right, welcome to the Make It Matter Spotlight. I am your host again, Ryan C. Green, and this episode, this spotlight, man, I can't tell you how excited I am about this one. We have none other than the Dr. Cheryl Wood. Welcome to the Make It Matter uh, show. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Listen, I, I know who you are. I know a lot of my followers know who you are, but I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to the three people out there who don't know who Dr. Cheryl Wood is. <laughs> go ahead and tell them that Dr. Cheryl Wood, who are you? So when people ask me that question, I always like to give like, here's the personal side of who I am. Here's the professional side. So personally, I am a wife. Uh, my husband and I have been together 21 years and awesome. we actually still like each other. Praise God. Uh, we have three children, three teenagers. I cannot believe I'm a mom to three teens, 13, 14, and 17. Um, and we still like each other. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and then on the professional side, I am an international empowerment speaker, a TEDx speaker. I am a 13-time best-selling author. I do a lot of book anthology projects to help other women share their stories. And most importantly, I am, I'm just a person who believes in speaking life into the dreams and the hopes and the possibilities of other women because I find a lot of women feel like they either have to choose their responsibilities or their possibilities. So my premise is you have permission to pursue your possibilities while you're fulfilling your responsibilities. And I'm just on that mission to help more women share their voice, share their story, create their legacy and make an impact. That's so awesome. And I love what you do. And, you know, we, uh, I won't say we, but you and, uh, like you say, you speak to women and we see a lot of, and there's a need for that, a lot of uh, speakers who are specializing in, in helping uh, women specifically, but even more so black women. Um, but I tell my friends, listen, I come and I sneak in. Anytime I see Dr. Sherwood, I'm sneaking in because even though you may cater to women, uh, look, you got a lot of good stuff out there, okay? You got a lot of stuff that I think men need to know as well. I think the reason there's so much need for women's only stuff is because the men have been messing up a long time <laughs> and don't know how to allow women into the space as well. Right. So I like, you know, when I had you on for Reset uh, 2020, uh, some of my best male friends were like, who is Dr. Cheryl Wood? Man, I couldn't believe all the stuff she was saying. So I say that to say, you, you, even though you focus on women, you bring great value to everybody. And for the men who are watching and listening, pay attention. All right. I love it. Yeah, we, we say I, I serve I serve uh, some amazing women and a few good men. <laughs> All right, I like that. I like that. I like that. So let, let's jump into it because you are uh, the master trainer on teaching people how to use their voice, how to go out there and build a platform. How did you get started in that? And why was this kind of the, the thing, excuse me, the thing that uh, became your, your mission, your purposes. There's a lot of speakers out there, a lot of people who, who teach, yeah. but you decided that this was going to be your thing to help others also uh, build their platforms. How, how'd that become your thing? Yeah, I, I think all of us have some like divine gift that has been given to us that we are meant to use to touch people's lives in a way where it will never be the same. And it just happens that speaking is the thing for me. Now, that doesn't mean that I've taken the gift for granted. I've taken the gift and I've also really master the skill set around the gift so that I can be the best for the people that I serve. But I always say speaking found me because I was in motion. So a lot of times people are waiting on greatness to fall into their lap. And there's a quote that I share quite often, you never get what you deserve, you only get what you demand. Wow. And so for me, I was back in 2009 demanding from life that I don't wanna exist anymore. I don't wanna just run off to a corporate job that I'm not in love with that you know, it pays the bills, so I do it because I feel like I gotta do it. I didn't wanna live that, I didn't wanna exist anymore. 
So because of that, I got in motion. I started moving towards, well, let me, let me try to figure this thing called entrepreneurship out. You know, maybe it can be the thing that's going to shift the trajectory of my life. I don't know, but that's what a risk is. A risk is doing something that scares you. You're not familiar with it, but you do it anyway with the hopes that something greater is going to come out on the other side. And so that's what I did in 2009. I didn't start off as a speaker. Uh, I was still working my full-time job as a legal secretary. And on the side, I started this t-shirt business. It was a mommy t-shirt business all geared towards celebrating moms and everything that we do in the world and, and how we serve our kids and our husbands and our communities and all this good stuff. That is what detoured me, divinely detoured me into speaking. So I'm working a full-time job. I'm moaning, I'm groaning, complaining about that because I want something different. I get in motion to try to interrupt my norm and mm -hmm. pursue something different. So I start the t-shirt business. I go out on the weekends. I sell t-shirts at events, flea markets, you know, women's events, wherever I can go, conferences. And 18 months into it, I get a phone call from somebody at Morgan State University who heard about the t-shirt business. And they invited me to come to their conference uh, that was September 18, 2010 to speak and to teach other moms in the Baltimore community how to start their own businesses. Now, initially I felt totally unqualified to speak because I wasn't a speaker. I didn't have speaker experience. So I left and I was like, I think you dialed the wrong number. I don't think you're looking for me. Literally, I was laughing like, this is a joke. Am I being punked? Wow. But you know, when you're in motion, I believe that things will divinely be orchestrated in your favor because it's, it's almost like this, like you've given God something to work with. Like, it's not enough just to pray and, and pray this prayer. Oh, I want a better life. I want to, I want different, something different. I want to live life to its fullest. That's not enough. It's like, then you got to do something. You got to get up off your knees after you pray and you got to execute. So I was in execution mode, which detoured me to speaking. So on September 18th, 2010, that was my first speaking gig. It wasn't paid, but boy, Ryan, when I tell you the way it made me feel inside, when you talk about internal fulfillment, like the fact that I was sharing just my raw, authentic story with the women who were in the audience about how I started my business and why I started it and to see their eyes light up with the, the thought of, wow, well, if she can, maybe I can. Right. I knew I wanted to feel that way for the rest of my life. So for me in that moment, that's when I discovered speaking is my gifting and speaking is the thing I'm born to do. And I wanna help as other, many other women as possible to be able to maximize the, the use of communication, verbal communication, to also share their stories and what they know. Wow, I'm, that, that's so much there. I wanna take a quick detour because when you told your story, I, I knew you started in t-shirts, but I didn't know Morgan was the first, you know, your first event. So I kind of want to add, I'm gonna put you on the spot because uh, my one of my first speaking engagements was at Morgan as well. So ah. we, I wanna know, I shout out to Baltimore because when I first saw you speak, I think it was 2015, I, first thing I resonate with you resonate with me rather was you were from Baltimore. So I'm like, I'm from Baltimore. And I'm like, wow, she 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 came from where I'm come, I'm from. So let, let, you know, I can I can see this. But was it with uh the EDAC um at Morgan? Was it with Omar? Do you remember? It was with Omar. Omar, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Omar. he and I grew up across the street from women. each other. It was yeah, women, the conference was women. Was, yes, it was yep. women, but that was an acronym. And yeah. I don't remember exactly what the women acronym either. was. But yep, that's exactly so, yeah. shout out to Omar because yeah, he gave me one of my first uh, radio interviews, my first TV. I write, write about him in one of my books. So definitely shout out to Omar Muhammad and Morgan. I actually so. was one of their, for a while, for maybe about a year after that, I actually was a co-host with Omar on the radio show that they yeah. did on Morgan State. So yeah, yeah good, shout out to Omar. Absolutely. Awesome. So I, I like what you were saying, um, how, you know, you started just the action first, because I think 
where a lot of people get messed up is we, the dreamers, you're sitting home with your dream and you're dreaming about the final destination, a lot of us. Uh, um, uh, but we don't think about the road it may take to get there. Or maybe we only thinking about the beginning, doing t-shirts. Just, I just want to do some t-shirts, not think about where that can take us. Mm -hmm. So the road you took and just, like you said, just being active, being in the, the space, you don't know what doors are to open up for you. So uh, that that's such a powerful uh, thing. So for those who we talk about make it matter, we're talking about making your voice matter. There's some people out here right now who are thinking, listen, I want to be a speaker. I speak, you know, I I, I teach Bible study on, at, at uh, Sunday schools, or, you know, maybe they're even just a regular a teacher in, in a college or something. They want to speak, they know something, uh, but there's a difference in knowing something and then being a professional speaker. What's some of the things they can do to transition to, as, a, as a beginner to really start to build themselves as a professional speaker? Yeah, I think number one, get as much experience and exposure as you possibly can. A lot of times people only focus on, and look, I, I'm all about us getting the bag, securing the bag, right? Mm -hmm. But that comes with time, it comes with experience, it comes with credibility. If you want to get to the profitability, there are some things that you've got to do first. And number one, it's master the craft of speaking. Just like any other skill set or craft, you've got to spend the time to master it so that people find the value in writing you a check for it. But hopefully you love sharing what you know so much that you're willing to do it for a season where even if they didn't pay you for it, you'd be willing to do it anyway. And that was my story. For an entire year, I spoke at no cost. I didn't charge. All I knew was I wanted to speak. I wanted to share what I knew. I wanted to touch people's lives. And it wasn't perfect, but through that year of experience and exposure, it opened doors of opportunity. It opened doors to new relationships that opened doors to new opportunities that ultimately end up paying me. And it gave me the experience of speaking in front of various audiences so that I could find my way, I could find my voice, I could find my rhythm, right? Because every speaker has their own delivery style and rhythm, but you don't always know that when you first start off, you might simply be imitating the rhythm or the style right. of somebody else because you're inspired by them. Right, but it's right. so important that you find your rhythm, your flow as a speaker. So for me, I know as a speaker, I'm very animated. That's just who I am. You're going to get this passion. You're going to get this energy. You're going to get some facial expressions. Like it just is. And I had to really get comfortable in that space that I am enough as that speaker, as the authentic Cheryl. And so give yourself permission to get out into the marketplace and get as much experience and exposure as you can so that you are it's almost like on the job training. You're right. getting that on the job training. Speakers need to be speaking. So how many places can you share your voice? And, and remember, podcasts, that's speaking. Radio right. interviews, you're speaking. Webinars, you're speaking. So as many places as you can right now, dig your heels in and share your voice so that you find your own unique rhythm and you're starting to magnetize the people who will ultimately become your tribe. Yeah, you know, that that's so important. And I think so many people, I won't say so many, but there's speakers who see the industry and they see people like yourself on stages and they see all the stuff that's, uh, you know, uh, on social media and think, oh, wow, here's the glance. Like, like a, any kind of actor, singer, celebrity, like I want that. Yeah. Uh, but it, they, they um, don't see the grind. They don't see the, uh, the, the process ahead of time and the practice that goes into it. I mean, that's so important. I think that Technology today and social media allows us to build those stages for ourselves and get that that speaking experience you talk about without uh, 
having to be on someone else's stage without having to uh um embarrass i'll be caught out if i have to embarrass yourself don't <laughs> the worst thing you can do is go get on a big stage like you know go and do an event with dr cheryl wood or les brown or someone and you get on stage and it's your second time speaking and you embarrass yourself and you you know it's grand opening grand closing right uh so we talk yeah, about people people think people don't understand and distinguish the difference between talking and speaking mm -hmm, mm -hmm, talking right. is completely different than speaking because anybody can get up and talk and a lot of times talking it, it becomes centered on you Mm -hmm. A lot of times talking can become rambling. There's no crystal uh, clear point that you're trying to make. There's no end game, no finish line that you're trying to cross when you're just talking. And a lot of times talking comes with lack of preparation, lack of planning, lack of practicing. But when you are speaking, you're speaking into people's lives. Mm -hmm. That comes with responsibility. And right. when you are speaking into people's lives, that means, yes, you plan, you prepare, you practice and you are willing to spend the time to master that as a skill set versus just, I'm going to get up here and let the Lord move me. Girl, give the Lord <laughs> something to work with. That's right, all right. I'm saying. Don't get go embarrassing the Lord like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said, study to show yourself, yourself approved. I'm yes. there just going out there women, you know, throwing up. So, um, somebody's home listening right now they're watching right now and they're like you know what okay great i'm gonna go start a podcast today i'm gonna go start a uh start doing facebook lives today i know when you after you, you one of your first events I, i'm like you went out and rented a whole darn stadium you know so tell us about that because some people are gonna hear you talking oh i'm gonna rent out the um showplace arena and i'm gonna go do one too and the reason i was bringing up the technology now is we don't have to go out now that was a big risk like yeah. you know so Huge. You know, talk to us, take us back to, to Cheryl Wood, unknown name, decide, you know what, I'm going to go and rent a whole darn stadium. Uh, and, 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 you know, you talk about you and your husband liking each other now. I'm like, how did that go back then? Like, was he liking you when you said, baby, I rented out the show? Place? No. Like, what would you tell us, tell us a little bit about that experience. And then how, what would you suggest a new speaker now do to kind of start building their, uh, their tribe and their following? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. So, uh, well, that's, that's it's so much packed into that. So number one, I didn't just jump out and do the stadium event. I had been building a brand for about three years before I did that okay. event. I did good, the event good. in like 2013. I started my first speaking gig, gig was 2010. So, so 2011, 2012, and all of 2013 until I did that event, I was building a following. I was building my brand reputation. I was building my credibility. I was speaking as many places as I could so that I had something to leverage where people would want to come to an event that I was hosting. So in that process of three years, I was doing small events. I was doing events with 20 people, 15 people, 10 people, 25, like as many people that would come and spend their time with me. So it is a journey. It's not just, oh, let me jump up and do something that's you know massive and it's going to take a lot of money that I really don't have because I really didn't have it at the time. But here's the other piece of that. So number one, you got to get started and don't be afraid of small beginnings. Don't be afraid of the rooms or the, or the clubhouse session or the webinar that have five people, 10 people, 15 people. You just stay consistent and it will grow if you're consistent in your messaging and you're consistent in what you and how you show up, how often you show up. Then the other piece of that was you got to realize that you are good soil. Oh, you are good soil to sow into. So the reason that I'm always able to take these big risks that scare me is because I know I'm good soil to sow into. What I mean by that is I'm going to show up and do the work. Right. Now, if you're the person who is, you're lax and you're lazy and, and you're like, oh, well, I just want it to happen in the blink of an eye and overnight and I don't want to work for it, then no, don't take the risk. 
But if you're someone like me and you're like, oh, I'm placing all bets on me because I know when I make that deposit, when I sign up for that investment, when I do that, that big risk, take that big risk, I'm going to work to make sure I get a return on that investment. So that's why I, what I mean when I say I'm good soil. So ask yourself that question, am I good soil to sow into? And then the other part to that is, if you ain't good soil to sow into and you know you're not, who else do you expect to sow right. into you? Come on. Right. So right. for me, it's, it's being the reflection and the model of what I want other people to see about me and how I want them to view me and my brand. So if I believe in me and I'm willing to, to place all bets on me and take big risks, and some of those are big financial risks, um, and do things I've never done before that are uncomfortable, unfamiliar. Other people are more inclined to say, she, she might be someone good to bet on. Let's bring her in, right? So that, so that whole experience was scary. My husband thought I was crazy. I thought I was a little crazy when I decided to rent the stadium, but I needed to prove to myself that I was willing to take that big of a risk on me. Like, how bad do you really want it? Do you know who you're really trying to become? I knew who I'm trying to become. And I'm still, I'm just getting started. But even then it's like, well, you've got to show people. You can't talk me to death. You can't just tell me you want to be an international uh, world renowned speaker, but you ain't speaking nowhere. You ain't right. doing nothing. You ain't taking no risk. You're not serving the community. You're not opening your mouth. You're not sharing your gift. Come on. You've got to demonstrate it through actions, not just through words. Um, and so, yeah, so those times, some of those times were really scary. They were really tough. Some of those times my husband and I debated because there were some things I was doing. He's like, really, really? <laughs> um, but we made it through. We pressed through because again, I didn't talk him to death. Right, Tony right, Robbins so has right. a quote and Tony Robbins says this, a real decision is measured by the fact that you've taken a new action. And if there is no new action, you have not truly decided. So I demonstrated my decision about who I wanted to be in the world through my actions. And, and ultimately actions will ultimately manifest what you say you really want, right? You can't keep showing up and planting seeds and making deposits and you don't ultimately get a withdrawal. Come on, that just right, don't work right, in life right, in right. anything that you do. So when those things started manifesting, that was the proof in the pudding. I didn't have to talk anymore. I didn't have to tell my husband, oh, this is what I want to do because he was seeing the fruits of my labor. Awesome, awesome. So powerful, so powerful. Now, you know, I want to take us to this new project that you are working on and I'm excited about, I, listen, I've been doing this thing for 15 years, this publishing thing, this speaking thing, more so publishing than speaking back and forth, but I've been on this thing for a long time. I don't get involved with other people's anthologies and projects. I'll produce some, I'm producing, this is part of one right now, which I gotta give you credit for. This Make It Matter project was birthed the, in the format it was birthed because of your talk you did at uh, the Black Speakers Network event. I forgot the name of the event, but the last big one they just did. I was sitting there Summit, listening the to Black, you. I think it was the Black Speaker Summit, maybe. That, that, yeah, the Global yeah. Speaker Summit, something like that. And I was listening to you, and I'd all, I was already working on this book, and it was one thing you said about a project, and I was like, wait a minute, that's it. I don't have to write this book myself. Let mm -hmm. me go out here and open it up to everyone else. And it'll make a bigger impact. And that's how this project in the form it is came because of you. So, so that's why I had I to have you part of this. Isn't that beautiful? Like yeah. you inspire each yep. other. By yep. being, but, but it's because you're in motion. So you're inspiring other people. I'm in motion. I'm inspiring people. Like it's just, it's this, you know, it's this full cycle thing that, yeah. that means you've got to constantly be in motion because you never know who you're inspiring, even when you don't know it. 
Exactly, exactly. And, and from my front, uh, front, you just got to show up too, because you don't know when that inspiration is coming. You got to show up. So uh, I say all that because when I saw this project that you put that you put together, I was like, okay, yeah, I got to do it. I got to be a part of that one. So you have the motivator himself, Mr. Les Brown, working with you on this You Are Enough project. I want you to tell us all about this You Are Enough project. I know it's coming out this summer, early summer. So tell us about that and why this is going to be the biggest thing since sliced bread come this summer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, like you said, you're talking about the legend, the goat himself, be Les Brown, right? The number one motivator in the world. The man is 76 years old and he still got it. Right, um, right. And, and he is, I mean, he stays booked. You should, when I'm talking to him on the phone, you should hear the phone be blowing up. And he's like, okay, let me put this person on. I can't talk to this person right now. All right, sure, let's finish our conversation. So for me, I believe in, if, if I say I wanna be the best and I do wanna be the best, I gotta learn from the best. So I'm always a student. So for me, I've learned from, I've been under the tutelage of Lisa Nichols, who is the best of the best. I'm now under the tutelage and partnership with Les Brown, and he's the best of the best. And um, a part of our, together in our conversation, we realized there was an ability for us to be able to link arms, if you will, to be able to expose more speakers to a bigger platform, to uh, more people globally, because of course, Les's, Les' name alone pulls in its own uh, group and tribe of people. Mm -hmm and also connect that with a book project. So it's really about <clears throat> taking any level of credibility that you have and really using it to usher other people into their next level. And I think there's so much power in that. People think there's power in succeeding. There's really not a whole lot of power in succeeding because that's just about you. Right. But when you make your life bigger than you and you say, how do I take what God has allowed me to accomplish and how do I reach back and pull more people up and elevate their brand and help give them a little more credibility and whatever it is that they're looking for as a part of that project, that's true success when you're elevating and uplifting other people. So I'm just thankful that we were able to make the connection and that we were both myself and Les are on the same page in terms of wanting to bring more people, more new and emerging and inspiring speakers to the front of the room. Because sometimes as a speaker, you can feel invisible. And I think oh, yeah. we all have probably been there that you, you you feel like you grinding and I'm, I'm doing the right stuff and I'm investing and I'm, but you're not getting the, the, the front row main stage opportunities that you are deserving of because perhaps you're not a celebrity or an influencer or whatever the, the reasons are. Um, and we just want to break that cycle and we want to be able to celebrate the everyday speaker, the everyday man, the everyday woman like you and I, who also are making great impact in the world. Um, through our stories, through our experiences, through our expertise, and through our knowledge. So June 25th through 27th, we're doing this three-day uh, virtual conference uh, with myself and Les Brown. And I haven't even shared the other speakers who have said yes to being a part of this project, but you're going to see, y'all going to see that rolling out. Um, but we have some heavy hitters who have said yes. I'll share Dr. George Frazier has said oh, yes, sorry. he will be there. Gloria Mayfield Banks will be there. Nikki Woods. Uh, the previous uh, senior producer for the Tom Joyner Morning Show will be there and some other just phenomenal people who have said yes. So it's going to be powerful. You are enough as a reminder to every single person who watches and participates that yes, you have the goods. You have what it takes yeah. to impact people with your gift and your gift don't have to look like my gift. 
And mine don't right. have to look like yours. And you don't have to compete with me. I don't have to compete with you. There's no reason for it. There is enough for all of us. We say it all the time, but do you really believe it? And do you really mean it? So our speakers are going to speak on topics ranging from you are enough to be able to thrive in your personal life. You're enough to thrive in entrepreneurship, in your career, in your finances, in your health and wellness, in your image. So there are going to be all these categories where our speakers are speaking into you to remind you that you do have the goods. You are enough just as you are. You are worthy and you are capable of making great impact and that it is not diminished and it's not determined by, let me say that, it's not diminished by how many followers or likes you have. It's not determined by how many followers or likes you have. It is more quality than quantity. And so you're gonna, when I tell you, you're gonna get poured into, just mark the dates on your calendar, June 25th to 27th. <laughs> you got me excited again. I'm already signed up. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm already signed up and I'm excited again about this. And that's what I love about uh, uh, what you do. Uh, I'm letting you know right here, I'm telling you publicly, you are stuck with me, okay? Oh, and likewise, I I, love look, <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, when I find good people with good energy and they're, you know, and they and their life is really bigger than, than themselves and you, I ain't going nowhere. I, I ain't going to wear Ryan C. Green. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Ryan C. Green. See that? Got the green. Hey. No, no. Appreciate that. Dr. Cheryl, listen, I want you to go ahead and uh, I know you probably have a gift you'd like to give out to our listeners. Uh, somehow they can contact you, maybe work with you, follow you. Go ahead and tell them how they can do that. Yeah. So on social media, I'm Cheryl Empowers. I hang up out on Clubhouse and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and I, everywhere, pretty much. Uh, Cheryl Empowers, same name, same handle on all those platforms. And then I do have a gift. If you go to CherylEmpowers.com, my website, um, there's a little pop-up that'll pop up. And it'll if you put your name and your email in, it'll give you my free template, which is my signature story template. Because what I know is that every single one of us, we have lots of stories. But there is a signature story that is going to be connected to your brand identity that people are going to know you for. Just like if I asked you, what is Les Brown's story? And you would probably tell me something about being Miss Mamie Brown, baby boy. Right, if I absolutely. asked you, what's Lisa Nichols' signature story? You would talk, probably tell me about the time she had $11.42 in the bank. And so she didn't have 20 in. She couldn't take 20 out, which meant she couldn't buy pampers for her son, Jelani, at the time. So she had to wrap him in towels for two days. So we only know those stories because they repeat those stories over and over and over and it becomes connected to their brand DNA. You want to have that same story. So this is a template that at least gets you started on trying to figure out and sort out out of all your life experiences and stories, what's the one, and here's what you want to do, that you want to retell, relive, and repeat even 40 years from now. What is that one story that you want to retell, relive, and repeat, and that makes the greatest connection to the audience that you most want to serve? So just go there, shareonpowers.com, and grab that. And you'll also become a part of my VIP community list. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for helping us make it matter. Thank you for joining us with this project. I look forward to everything we're going to be working on in the next couple of months and uh, wish you the best. Thank you so much and keep up the great work. I love this platform. I love everything that you're doing and we need you. We need your voice uh, just like we need every other voice. So just keep doing the great work. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I appreciate that.